Thank you guys for stopping by the show today. We appreciate you so, so much. If you love our content and you want to hear more, make sure you're following us on the Be Real Babe podcast Instagram page. Turn on those notifications on your favorite podcast platforms, or you can join us on our Patreon for exclusive content. Stay tuned for next week with more realness coming at you. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Be Real Babe podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for stopping by the show today. We hope that you have a good time. And if you're a returning listener and supporter, thank you guys so fucking much from the dark, deep depths of the bottom of my dark heart. We appreciate you so, so much. Today's episode 70, and I'm here with my babe, Kay. What up? (laughs) And our beautiful, amazing supporting guest from season one, Mindy. Hey, babe, how's it going? Good. Thank you so much for coming back in season three. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Blessing our first us. episode was episode 19. I went back before. It was Food and Fitness was your first one with us. And that feels like six years ago. It does. Oh, it does. Doesn't it? I was like going back to season one, looking at all of our pictures and just everything and watching us grow. And uh, I'm absolutely blown away that we're coming close to nearing season three and it excites me when we get returning guests because we all grow together yeah the pattern the the the, the kind of circle I don't want to use this word but I'm going to because it's funny the circle back everyone will get that everyone will know what I'm talking <laughs> but it's, it's nice to have back right yeah. and uh, uh, just kind of share where you've like what's happened last time that's where it's kind of yeah the growth in that period is cool how has uh, how has life been since, Mindy? Have you enjoyed listening to us grow on the show? And have you seen the growth in us? You're like, no, you guys are the same crazy lunatics. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely have noticed. Um, I do like the different topics and um, the change-ups every uh, so often. Keeps That's it awesome. interesting. We appreciate that you also are very, like, active with us. Yeah, so very, very our conversations you know and because it opens up my mind so much more and I go into the next show like having a different perspective when we get to connect so I think that's my favorite part about um our relationship is that you know you will definitely like just discuss things with us we're like please contact like it's nice that we get to do this stuff but it's nice to have the discourse back and forth to people that are listening right so be like Mindy talk to us (laughs) actively actively listening it's really cool I like it too I like I I always love our conversations because it's like from one thing to the other. It's so over, but there's nothing that you can't like discuss. And it's really cool because like I've even learned some really interesting things from you. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, and I'm like, okay. And like, I like the stuff that you read. And we've had some conversations even about some of our conspiracy talks. We're just, yeah, it's, we're all able to connect side of just have like the discourse like brandy said it's really nice <clears throat> oh my god so long story short we appreciate you did did, did you get that out of this <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just because i do have so much time at my job to sit and read and research and over the last couple of years it's been super important that everybody starts to do that i think it's becoming more clear um so yeah when yeah. you drop that picture of all the research that you did you're like hey i want to come talk about birth control i was like yes because this is, I think, one of the biggest things that hasn't been talked about. And over the last couple of years, there's been massive questions, massive, you know, for lack of a better word, awakening of like, okay, maybe this is not as like 
be all end all the number one choice for every woman, you know, there, there, there's some nuances here that we probably need to talk about that's doing some damage. And I think it kind of all ties in with like the whole over-sexualized part of society mm. where it's just like, it doesn't matter because like, that's more important. So all of these other things, you know, it's like, well, just take a pill and you'll be fine. Right. And yeah. it's just like, well, you know, maybe, and some people dope. So proud of you. If that's you, uh, not me. So today, uh, I guess I should explain that I always get into <laughs> I say, episode 70 women helping women part two. We're talking today about hormone health. Um, Mindy reached out to us because she's been doing lots of research on birth control and her personal experience. And she wanted to share, which we fucking love because that's what we're all about. Uh, I can't sing. Um, but so let's just jump <laughs> right into it. Stick in your lane, lady. You're a podcaster, not an artist. Kayla does the singing. <laughs> you are the jest. You're still okay. an artist, friend. <laughs> Thank you. I take I take the pictures of the beauty. I don't sing the beauty. Um, so Mindy, to get right into it, talking about hormones and birth control, can you share uh, your experience and your history and what you've learned? um over the last little two years last little two years English yes yeah for sure so um I've been on birth control basically since I was 15 um they put me on it to uh control my acne which is a pretty normal thing when you're entering your you know early teen years and whatnot so (laughs) that was a solution just throw people on birth control it'll uh fix the skin issues so then um I don't even know how long I was on it for probably until I was in my twenties. So maybe 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then I took a brief break for like a year and a half. And I noticed um, quite a huge change uh, in my personality and just how I was feeling. Yeah, Interesting. So, but then I started to get worried because I was in a relationship and I didn't want to have a baby. So I didn't, uh, Yeah, I didn't really trust the calendar counting of your cycle. Like, I wasn't educated <laughs> yes. on that, right? Same. Like, I just... Um, kind of like wizardry. I'm like, that sounds like like some sort of sorcery I don't understand. Yeah, now. it's not something that, you know, <laughs> like in sex ed, they sit you down and tell you, oh, you can only really get pregnant, yes. like, in this week. This period yeah. of time. You know? Yeah, when like, you're ovulating. Yeah. So you're just terrified that it could happen any moment, any time, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, oh, I don't want to have an accident, so... I decided to then go on from the birth control pill, taking a break for a bit, and then go on to the Marina, which is the mm-hmm. low dose IUD. Um, That's what I, I actually, when I first got the Marina, um, I did have a lot of skin issues while I was trying to uh, get used to it, I guess. So then they put me on Accutane, which is a Ooh. really harsh drug. Harsh. Ooh. On your liver too, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, there was there was that whole process. But once I finally settled in and the acne um, did clear up, I quit Accutane because I just couldn't. Mm. Um, I kept that for probably close to three years. And then I started noticing my skin starting to break out. So I was like, hmm, something's happening with my hormones here. Something's mm. shifting. I can tell. Um And I just decided at that point I wanted it gone. Um, And then I was off everything again for like another year, which was like, you know, you just notice that change when you go off of something for that long. And uh, I ended up going back on the pill um, after that break. And just because then I could stop taking it when I wanted to, it wasn't something that was in me for years or having to go back to the doctor and get it out. Um, And that, yeah, I've been I've been on it for two years, and in that two years, I just noticed huge issues, like mm-hmm. stuff that I didn't even notice before had gotten. Maybe because my age had gotten up, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it was just a lot more 
intense than the first times that I was on the pill and the marina. So hmm. I've been off of it now. I wonder if there's a correlation. Now. I wonder if there's a correlation to that. Me yeah, too. I'm not sure. I think maybe just with age, your body, like yeah. your hormones are shifting, right? So it's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've been off for three and a half months now. So I've been struggling with skin issues and things like that coming off of it again, trying to get yeah. my body balanced Re- out. Re-regulate again. Yeah. So I've just been like, okay, how can I support my body in trying to get back to its normal? And, you know, how can I rebalance my hormones? Because I can feel that they're off. I can, mm-hmm. you know, I just know. <laughs> so I started reading a lot of books and um researching and just trying to see like you know what is really going on in the body and how can I help it and some of the stuff that came up for side effects like you you get that big booklet with your birth control pills and you just toss it right literally (laughs) I've never read so I sat down and actually read it and that was shocking but then I actually dug further and I was like things that I never would have tied to the pill that I had issues with over like 20 years um it was just shocking Wow. So that's kind of where it started. And then figuring out how do I come off of this and support my body and not be crazy. And, you know, so it's like, is there, can I just ask that? Like, I don't know why that's randomly popping in my brain. Well, yeah, like, because for me, like, there anxiety, is. anxiety and depression are huge things with it. And also uh, as you're coming off of it. Right. So yeah. definitely. <laughs> so. Yeah. And that's how I think I felt when I went off of it. Like I've only, I was on and off of it as a teenager because none of the ones that I was taking, like it would mess me up because either the birth control pills were messing me up or the shot or I didn't do the shot. Sorry. The patch, the shot was the one thing I was like a fuck no, because I have not, (laughs) I'm not reacted to any other type of birth control and the thought of like the depo shot or whatever being in me um for a long period of time and not being able to like get that out really freaked me out <laughs> fast mm-hmm. forward to 2020 no I just, um, yeah no right <laughs> i've had same. this feeling for a long time um but nothing felt good and then i when i would same thing with when i started dating my uh, ex-husband i was like well i better get on it because we're obviously having sex all the time and i don't want to have a kid um and then but when i was younger i was so messed up i think from the side effects of going on different ones i didn't notice any clarity through that but then when i got off mm. of it as an adult after my miscarriage i was like there's just such a difference it's hard to explain unless you've experienced it that sounds stupid but it's like this clarity of like and then you, once you're clear of it then you start feeling your body like i can almost predict when i'm ovulating at this point because mm. i just know uh because i've been off it for, for two and a half years i could feel I'm that tracking and whatnot yeah and tracking so that I'll feel it and I'll look and it's like oh three days like till you ovulate I'm like oh you know and I say I was never taught that you don't only get pregnant like you know there's a couple days obviously because sperm can last with in your body with like 48 hours or something like that so obviously if it's not and your calendars could be wrong like apparently Mm -hmm. we don't even have the right fucking calendar so and and the world ended in 2020 so you know don't fully rely on that and know when you have sex is a consequence of having a kid however if it's like just before your period just after during like I'm pretty sure you're pretty safe unless you've got some like magic vagina that just like holds eggs for like a week which could happen. You could have that. But I mean, all what? vaginas are magic. I'm just going to go out there and say that. But They are. Um, but I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> They're no, not incubators sure. for that long. You know what I mean? So, but And no. guys, this education needs to happen for men too. Because I there's agree. a lot of men that have no idea that it can only happen within a couple of days. Um, and I think that's fair for them to know that too. I, don't I just know. I don't seen something just about that. A woman knowledge. I think that should be a man knowledge yeah, too. Yeah, because... teach the boys about it. Like I was just, as Mindy was talking about it, I'm like, Thinking back to sex ed, 
I don't like remember this like they should talk about this they should talk about birth control and what it does to your body there should be informed consent on both ends of it like talk about the good sides and then also talk to the girls about the other stuff like the the depression and the anxiety and the weight gain and like the right suicidal thoughts suicide dude like but without going too far down the rabbit hole yeah not to scare them right to inform them but who has our schools? Who runs our oh, schools? Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a good. It's not a good time. But you know, <clears> moving <throat> forward, when I'm becoming a new teacher in the world, as because I will, I will teach to like we'll, we'll talk yeah, about it. There'll be chat. There'll be conversations. My son will be aware of what a reproductive female reproductive system does, and he will be educated so that he's not walking around asking stupid ass questions because he's uninformed or having ridiculous or being ignorant on women yes for like you know and not even just say that we just have one friend like um that has had nothing but a terrible time with his uh ex's um Mm. like and baby mom and we know so many of these stories right Mm -hmm. but he was like convinced forever that like no matter what like she could get pregnant like that and and it 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 makes me sad that that guys also feel completely trapped by that too right like Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be a thing it should be like education on a reproductive like scientific level like this is just what bodies do why does it have to be so hyper sexualized and then it's like oh let's not discuss abstinence because that's lame because in the movies and all that it's all about sex and you're cool if you have all these bitches and fuck all these hoes like <laughs> like whatever cool i was there i lived it i get it i didn't fuck all the hoes it was in the uh, um, <laughs> i was the hose <laughs> um but you know and then so (laughs) if you think about it and again not to go down the rabbit hole like Mindy said too far but if you think about Mm -hmm. how it's all connected it's like okay like fuck all time just have birth control like there's no talking about natural tracking natural processes and and you can have that fine but knowing all the stuff that it does and like Mindy said having a fucking bible as a like warning that most of us throw out every single month because it was and like where are the environmentalists on that one but um, you know, it's just, it's just, anyways, it's super wild to me because I think it's all connected in kind of a weird way, you know, like I do too. getting everyone on birth control and then hypersexualizing like, and being like a player and like <clears throat> not having a family and it, I don't know. It just all seems weird. A lot but of not, mixed signals. Exactly. So away from conspiracy theories, we promised we weren't going here this week. <laughs> this is about Back birth to control. women helping women, Mindy, women? please explain to us what you have learned on how this all works. And if you can highlight the things that you found the most shocking through your research so I guess just to quickly touch on that before I do move ahead um I think with women they just don't really know what to do a lot of times because it wasn't until recently that they actually started doing medical um like testing and research on how drugs affect women (laughs) in studies they always (sighs) used men because Uh they didn't yeah they didn't have to worry about where women were in their cycle and how that was going to affect the study and whether they were on birth control and like take all that into account. So that was one of the things that I found the most interesting in my research is that a lot of drugs like say ibuprofen or whatever, they've tested it mostly on men because yeah, to, to test women, you have to think you'd have to have a certain amount of women within certain age groups, certain parts of their cycle you know, birth control or not birth control. And you would have to, it'd be so hard to regulate the study, right? So not an excuse for why they didn't. Right. But I think when it comes, when it comes to doctors, they might be like, oh, women are having these issues. We actually don't know 
you know, which drugs or how these are going to like, just put them on birth control to regulate their hormones. But it really doesn't work like that. <laughs> right. I'm but- starting to think that doctors are not as smart as everyone thinks they are. And that, I mean, no offense to anyone out there if you are a doctor, but like within the medical system that we've been brought up in, I really truly don't know if there are any smart doctors out there because this is a theme. Old white men in white coats handing out pills and prescriptions. It's just like, it's, it's, a, it's a weird fucking thing. And they're always so stuffy and like, we know everything and we're, we're right, you're wrong. And it's like, you well, guys and don't family, even do your tests on women. Like what? The family doctors aren't the ones doing Ugh. the testing either, right? So they, no, they only they have, have no the research that's been done by researchers, which hasn't included a whole group of people. So And can be very biased and bought. Yeah. And, and if you actually go into like how you can get a medical paper published, um, there's a guy that like published an uh, article in some like fancy web journal medical thing and it was about how chocolate was actually beneficial for you and it like actually got published and all these things and he was able to like write a complete bullshit paper got it like published somewhere and it was taken as facts and the media just blew it up saying how chocolate was good for you and he's like this is literally a fallacy I just wanted to prove that like that kind of has a zero credit so you know it's just uh, like so on top of it they're not having proper research and then on top of that the research that they are getting is sometimes biased bought manipulated uh and propagandized like we've seen the last couple oh, yeah. years and it's just like it's wild to me and i feel like they get away with that so that they don't have any liability like well we didn't know what happened in women we didn't study it it says right here right it's like this mm-hmm. it's just like oh we didn't mandate this you guys made a choice like oh so words do matter ah interesting yeah yeah so we just kind of we're kind of thrown into this thinking like you know your teenager has bad acne okay we want to fix it quick we'll just put them on birth control and that solves the problem and then oh they also won't get pregnant well no big deal right but there's just so many side effects that they don't talk about or they make it seem like they're so minimal like oh yeah blood clots but like that's a low (laughs) risk whatever you know and it's like you just think it won't happen to you right so yeah it can for sure but um, been been there done that looking into this, I was mostly focused on the pill, but I guess really it includes any hormonal birth control. So like the IUD as well, but Mm -hmm. the IUD is lower dose. So it might have less of an issue for most people, right? Um, It just kind of depends on your body, but basically um, the pill will increase the estrogen in your body, which also increases inflammation and that can create so many issues, right? Um, your adrenals respond to that by putting cortisol out and cortisol is a stress hormone. So basically your body's always in this state of like fight or flight, not a full stress response, but like an elevated, um, Mm. cortisol level. Right. So then you prepare. Yeah. So then you've got the risk of, um, health issues with that anxiety, depression, heart disease. Uh, your body's working super hard all of the time for no reason. Right. Um, and it affects the HPA access, which most people don't know what that is. It's the glands above the brainstem. So your hypothalamus, yes, the anterior pituitary gland and the adrenal cortex. So this HPA <clears throat> access normally responds to stress and it'll release hormones to try and help deal with the stressor. Um, but if it's overstimulated, it can lead to physical and psychiatric problems. So having this 
higher level of cortisol all the time puts more stress on that HPA axis, which can cause overstimulation. So then you have your physical and psychiatric problems. Wow. So they were and saying they were like things. 14, 15 taking this. Yeah. So they're saying things like issues with memory, mood disorders, depression, anxiety, uh, insulin resistance, uh, suppressed immune system response, like mm. just crazy things that we don't really know about. Well, and if you think um, about when they get girls taking this shit, like when realistically, when you get your period, a lot of girls I know when they got their period started taking birth control. So mm-hmm. you think about how young you are and then you add the time over like you're 14 to, to 30. If you're taking birth control, say 15 to 30, that's 15 years of that shit in your body. What do you think that's going to do? Like, yeah. you know, and, and it's going to fuck you up. Yeah, not having years. Yeah, and not having a period because it does stop ovulation. So the period, yeah, the bleeding that. that you have on the pill is not a period. And yeah. we aren't told that. Nope. We what? just think that is a period. It's not. What? It's, it's not just it's bleeding. not a real period. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't so, really ovulate. You're like like she, like you're saying it's more like you're in menopause. Oh, we're schooling Kayla today. We're schooling oh, Kayla no. today. Yeah. I did so, not know that. So if you go on it after your first period or shortly after, you actually don't ever have a real period until you go off of it. So your body's never actually experienced much ovulation, right? And I'm sure that there's, I didn't dig too far into what happens in the body during ovulation and if you suppress it for a long period of time, but I would imagine that's not great for the body. It's, you know, a natural process and we're stopping it. 100%. There's um, this doctor that I've mentioned a few times back, and two back in episode nine, Dr. Jolene Brighton. She shares all of this. And mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know if anybody remembers me saying this, but I signed up for the Commune app. Um, yes, I do. Um, a couple months ago. It's been monumental changing in my life. It's I've implemented meditation, all that. But I actually just started. I would, if I wasn't so busy at work, I was planning on doing this course before this episode. But, you know, weed is insane. Um, <laughs> so I didn't have time. But I started a course. Um, she has a course in there. And that was one of the reasons why I signed up for it besides Russell Brand. Um, is So it's all on cycling and your hormones and all of this kind of stuff. And she shares all of this. And I highly, 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 highly recommend following her on Instagram. And the commune is a month for the first month. And it's $26 Canadian after that for a month. And you get like unlimited stuff. And, but this, it, she has um, an actual quiz in it. She will tell you about seed cycling. I don't know, Mindy, have you ever heard of seed cycling before? Um, I'm not too sure. I did read her book. So oh, I have yes, taken yes. some info Fuck from Yeah, you it. have. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah, she's amazing. Hey, she's the one that's taught me everything I've learned about birth control over the last couple of years. And it blows my mind how much free stuff she is. And she's very aligned with like the natural processes and supporting women hormonally. So definitely glad yeah. that you guys follow her because she's amazing. But yeah, if anybody wants to even do the month free to see if you like the commune, try it out. Cause yeah, she actually has a quiz to tell you like where your levels are at and all that. And just to quickly, it's, we'll go back to this, but seed cycling is what she's saying. I have to go back as a certain time. Like, so from your uh, beginning of your ovulation to your period and then the beginning of your period to your ovulation for two weeks you um, cycle certain seeds um, to support your body from making the opposite so that you're more balanced I can't remember the way but it was like there's like pumpkin seeds and like um, just chia seeds flax seeds and you have certain ones for the two weeks and when your cycle switches you're like over then you switch so it's helping your body naturally produce what it's lacking in that certain cycle I'll I'll share but she shares that in it 
in there as well. It was part of the uh, woman's summit, the female summit that I did. The first thing I did in commune, she was talking about that. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to try that. But you know, you say it, but you never do it. But yeah. it's crazy yeah. that literally seeds from the earth can help produce these hormones. Yet we're being like, and to support our body with things like acne, all that kind of stuff, hormonal balances. But yet we're just given this pharmaceutical that was probably like mimicked from these fucking natural things that we have in the earth. But it's anyways, carry on. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, in her book, she has a 30 day program to help you rebalance your hormones. So it's like a whole eating plan to kind of help you plan, you know, what you're going to eat to assist your body. Wicked. Yeah. So it's like she recommends doing that while you're coming off so that you're prepared. Um, I didn't. Yeah. I read her book okay. after I came off. So I was oh like, my God. okay. <laughs> so yeah, isn't that always the way? You're like, well, this would have been oh. helpful a month ago, but sure, we're here now. Cool. Yeah. But that's how we get to share our stories, right? Yeah. So um, some other interesting things that I found yes. with the pill, um, it can cause testosterone levels to be around 61% lower, which causes um, muscle weakness and fatigue and obviously like can cause weight gain and things like that. Um, yeah. 61%. That was a huge, that's a huge jump. Yeah. So, um, and then the side effects that I got from my pamphlet with my pill and off the internet and from these books is huge. Um, Mm. sleep issues, reduced sex drive, fertility issues. Um, your oxytocin level actually decreases. Which is a happy drug. Yeah, it's your bonding. Hormone. It's your bonding hormones. So then you think about how that affects your relationships. Dude. Wow. So they did this whole study on women and men dating and being on the pill and off the pill and during ovulation and actually like when men find women most attractive um, is actually during ovulation and like just crazy stuff. There's there's so much. Are huge. There's just so much. Like it's like a thing that we don't we aren't aware of. And it's just, you know, like animal instinct, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that. this it's is why so this is why they say too, like after you're after you have a baby, if you want to go on birth control, they they tell you to wait, not just because you're breastfeeding or whatever, but it can create issues in bonding to your baby. That oxytocin, and so okay, so let's just sidebar this for a second. Like, think about all the women who have babies who come out of the hospital, who are put right on birth control right away. Mm-hmm. Think about all the mothers who have postpartum like depression yeah. and how bad it gets. And then the women, because I'm just going to, like for me, I don't remember if I went right on birth control, but I was all fucked right after pregnancy. Like it fucked me up. And I remember periods of time where I was just like not in love with having a child. Yeah, and, well, and, and that's all hormones, right? That, so people make you feel fucking that. psycho for that shit. And like even just now, like I, you, you're talking about this oxytocin level. I literally almost started the wildest fight with my boyfriend on Thursday over nothing. And you know what happens when I get this this way? I distance. Mm-hmm. I shut out. Well, maybe, I distance from him because I, I just get so personal. like. Right? I'm like, whoa, because it, it's only once every so often that I get this sweaty like this. Where, and I get very like, fuck off, don't come near me. Yeah, like I will start tracking you. that, right? Like if you've got the flow app or whatever, you can track your symptoms. So then you yeah. can see every month if these things happen at the same time. Yeah. So and then honestly, you can be aware. Shout out, shout this out to is the flow so app. wild. 
It's, I honestly feel like it is one of the best things ever. I mean, I, I have hate, to recalibrate mine, I think, or recalculate I, it. <clears throat> yeah, I hate digitally tracking my stuff. We all know how I feel about that. Yes. That being said, it is a very it is good tool. Convenient. It is very convenient and it's a very good tool to like just keep you on track. I've been using it for two and a half years and it is within days. So I feel very confident and like for myself, I'll screenshot the month and I'll send it to Grant and be like, hey, just <laughs> FYI, like don't even look at me in the blue days, motherfucker. Like stay in the yeah. other room. You know, not saying that, but. <laughs> no, but I get it. But, you know, like, I'm just not, you know, and people are like, oh, you're, you know, talking about when I have a baby. Like, I, I am just, yeah, like, we're going on the route of adoption. So I don't, like, want to play with that because I just don't want, I know what, I feel like I know the answer to that. So I don't want to play. But you can really, um, and if it happens, it happens. I'm not being crazy about it. But the app literally, I will track, like, when I have, like, my acne is the worst. Like, when mm-hmm. it's the worst, I'll track it um, just so I can start seeing. And I know patterns. Uh, yeah, patterns mm. that Dr. Brighton talks about eating the right foods to support your body, you know, like, even though you, we want that sugary stuff, and, you know, our periods are hurt, like, and, and realistically, most doctors that are honest with you will say, like, if you're healthy, your period shouldn't bother you that much. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like your digestive, it's, everything slows down when you get your period, like your yeah, intestines move slower, exactly. everything. Well, because it's inflamed, like, it, I'm pretty sure, right, inside's all puffy. And so it squishes everything else, and they don't run as smooth. So there's certain foods and things that you can do through these times through certain parts of your cycle and there's not just like one or two parts of your cycles there's several parts of your cycles right it's a whole um, ass thing it's a whole yeah. thing and then we talk about moon phases and all that like that shit does matter um yes. and you know it's it's crazy to me that instead of like for myself i had the worst period cramps of the world and i instead of being like what are you eating how are you sleeping taking mm. care of yourself it's like here's some tylenol three and guess who got addicted to tylenol three at 16 I'm sure that was great for my liver and my gut and everything else at that time. And it's just like learning this stuff now. That's why I want us to talk about it. So the next generation doesn't have to be pumping themselves. If they want to pump themselves with those chemicals, be my, totally. fine. your be body, your choice, guess. your body, your choice, bro. But what I'm saying is that if I was told that maybe I wouldn't have made the, the right choice, maybe I still would have made the wrong choice, but Mm-hmm. It would have been nice to have the fucking informed knowledge. Well, just right? to have the awareness that, you know, these things are going to be happening at this time in your body, then you can kind of not control them, but have a better grip on what is happening and find that's a better important. way to work with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you're not important. getting like side blinded or whatever by your shit like me, like clearly. <laughs> yeah. The the uh, flow app is really good. And also the Fitbit. If you have a Fitbit, I have a Fitbit that yeah. as well. Okay. So either or if you don't want another okay. app, you can just do it that way. Um, yeah. I but. love it. It's a good. Oh, it's, it's really interesting about the oxytocin. Sorry, I'm just like so fascinated <laughs> by that. I'm just like, wow, like because I yeah. do. I just get really shut out. Like I'm like, I, and I do it I to know. myself. Like the moods, like I get really like, I'm hostile. Like I'm a fucking like, like a rabid animal. Oh, I I was I was weird, right? I was like, hey, I'm exiting this conversation. <laughs> I was I was being weird. And then I was like, hey, why are you being like this? <laughs> And then I snapped out of it and I was all lovey. And I'm like, I go I know, fucking like, from psycho to lovey in like three seconds. It's crazy. No, I but I think what? that's where what? the issues start is we start not feeling like ourselves. Like I've been in relationships and been on the pill and just felt like at A times stranger. during the month, like I just despise that person. I don't want them near me. Like I just, Fuck off. no, like it's gone. And I'm like, well, this yeah. is really weird. But then I was reading books and it's like, don't marry someone until you go off birth control and date them for a while because it changes your hormones. So oh good God. thing I met Ryan when I wasn't on birth control. That would have been nice to know. That's no, fascinating. No. That is that's and, actually and very good too, information. 
I think what bothers me the most is when people are like, oh, no, there's nothing because, you know, oh, I was on birth control or blah, blah, I was on birth control for years and nothing happened. And it's like, but how do you know that actually, though? Right. Did because you have no, no doctor... health issues in that yeah. entire time of your life? Not exactly. one? Because and, you're and... just not tying them together. Exactly. And your doctor's not going to be like, it's the same thing we went through, like the, the breast implant illness when women oh, are God. going yes. to, their, yeah. their, to get their explants. They're like, oh, that can't, that can't be it. That's just. You're not right. Person. You yeah, have you're no not idea right. what That's, you're talking those about. Those aren't connected. And then the women get them out and all 40 symptoms disappear I feel like it's the same inflammation goes away yes and and because what happens to and Mindy can attest this and Kayla too is that when you get off of it sometimes the symptoms that you were on it for are a million times worse so then you think okay this was obviously helping Mm -hmm. like even though it wasn't helping that was my thing I was like oh obviously that because I just blew up with cystic acne like I that was what Mm -hmm. I learned about the acne actually is (sighs) they 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 say that you think you're fixing your acne by going on it, but you're actually just suppressing whatever issue is causing the acne in the first place. So when you go off of it, it's actually usually worse. And it's not just because your hormones are trying to regulate. It's because you've been suppressing the issue instead of dealing with it. So it's gotten worse. And it's another Band-Aid, right? And it's Mm -hmm. like, why aren't doctors being like, okay, we have, what is acne telling us? People will think on the outside, oh, it just means you have dirty skin. No. Yeah, no, it's it's actually an internal issue. internal issue and some people take it worse like I can eat ice cream and dairy for a certain time a certain time if I eat it at a certain time in my cycle it will come out on my face and then I have to feel disgusting thinking yeah I did this to myself same chocolate for me yeah and it's so frustrating and it's like and and so when I got off birth control I was like wow I got these cystic acne like it was bad Mm -hmm. and for like a year and a half to the point where it's like and I had masks too so it would just like hit the like mask and it was just like I couldn't even it was like my whole entire chin it was so painful and now that I'm like a couple years off it's now just more like what I'm eating but like my hormones are balanced now so it's not to that extreme right right? and I think that's what happened at the beginning is your hormones are still out of whack and like you said it's surfacing and but I think women freak out or they like have like I don't know for me it took a while to lose weight but when I was on anxiety medication and birth control pills I was 30 pounds heavier just inflammation Yeah. So that's kind of a funny story too, is because I had dropped 90 pounds while I was off birth control. I made the effort to lose 90 pounds. Right. Yeah. Um, And then I went back on it. And in those two years, I gained like over 20 pounds and I hadn't changed anything really. So I went to this um, gynecologist here and I said, you know, I want my tubes tied. I'm done. I don't want kids. I don't want to be on birth control anymore. I just want to deal with this and be done. And she was like, okay, well, I'm not going to argue with you. Like you're old enough to decide that that's what you want. I was like, wow, I came here expecting to fight, (laughs) (laughs) but okay. But then I said to her, like, she's like, well, why can't you just, uh, you know, go to the low dose IUD? And I said, I've done that before, but I don't want anything hormonal. I said, I'm tired of gaining weight and it's like, I can't get it off and I haven't changed anything. And she was kind of like, you think it made you gain weight? And I was like, I don't think I fucking know. I know because I know my body and I took, you know, years to lose this weight and I haven't changed anything else. And I've been steadily putting on like, you know, a couple pounds here and there throughout every month. And it's, it's accumulating. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm done. Like I'm not doing this. And as soon as I went off and started getting the inflammation in my body down, it was like a huge change. Like in the first week, my, my body just inches off my, my waist. Mm -hmm. And that's just inflammation. Right. So and that's where women hold it um, hormonally is in their thighs and in their uh, lower back mid-section. and in their stomach and their midsection, yeah. right? And that's why, like, that's why men can lose weight so much easier and get fucking abs because they have different hormonal, like, 
Um, well, and then you, right? you factor in lowering your testosterone around 60%, mm-hmm. the extra weight gain on top. And I was like, of course. And like, so any of the stuff you're doing weight training wise is not as effective because. But yeah, the fact that the doctor was kind of just like, it doesn't do that. And I'm, I'm oh, like, okay, me. well, she's, she actually asked me like, are you a doctor? And I was like, no, but <laughs> the three people who wrote the books about this that I've researched into are. Yeah. That's my favorite. Like, tell me you have an ego without telling me, right? So but I'm like, thank like, you yeah. for thank you for giving me what I want and putting me on the list for surgery. But like, don't tell me I don't know my own body. Yeah, that's and my don't, fucking you know, biggest pet peeve about doctors, especially when you question their because it is you're questioning you're questioning their knowledge, which makes them feel uncomfortable because you questioning their knowledge means maybe they're not right and in their world in their mind and this is not just doctors this is people period you question their narrative they're gonna get fucking weird and like the hair is gonna stand up and it's good they're gonna go in defense mode because that's the natural way of the ego like they're literally and it's funny because mindy you're fucking very intuitive so like very smart very 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 intuitive so it's I would have been I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in that moment just to see because like I love when a woman who's not intuitively connected tries to tell another one that is that they don't know what they're talking about I absolutely love that yeah like I I came to this appointment okay with like a you know with an imaginary clipboard in my head of all the things I was going to argue with you so Mm -hmm. don't start just give me don't even come at me (laughs) yeah but it's what makes me sad though and and a lot of the times is you're, they're not, they'll say they're not pharmacists too. Right. So it's like, they went to school for a certain thing and I'm sure that they read up what's being recommended, but how much do they deep dive into the repercussions of all this stuff? Like some do, I will credit that there are doctors yes. out there like Dr. Brighton. There are like, lots, there are lots, but what is shaded and I shared today on, um, well, when this releases, it'll be like a week ago, but I shared, you know, who's this all go back to Rockefellers, like mm-hmm. and oil and pharmaceuticals making money. And then and, and they don't care. I don't, care what people say they don't fucking care they care about making money and you don't have to know why you don't have to understand why they're doing what they're doing there's no other reason is that they just want more money and power and they don't care the repercussions and that's been evident throughout how many years now and this is just another thing where they don't actually like there it seems like oh this is for women's health this is not women's reproductive health i'm so sorry to say this to anyone and maybe unpopular opinion, this is an attack on women's reproductive health. This is not educating women on what their natural cycles and their bodies are capable of doing. This is suppressing. This is not fixing the problem or the root cause. This is band-aiding and creating further issues a for women issues. at a very, very young age and very vulnerable age because no one, a lot of people are terrified to get pregnant at that age because there is zero fucking support. So yeah. they want to go out and have fun and fucking bang. I was there too. I was a slut. I did it all. Not mm-hmm. like it's, it is, but what I feel is that we should be educating the next generation so they don't have to feel that way. So they're not 35 years old struggling with having one fucking baby and being like, okay, that's cool. I'm fine with it. I'm okay to adopt. I'm very excited for that um, journey. But for the last 12 years, I haven't felt like a woman. And I'm not even going to get into the new movements that have made me not feel like a woman because that's not about this, but it's been hard. And so like this to me is where I, this hill will be the hill I die on where we talk all the time. Any woman that's willing to be like, oh, what? Uh, Birth control is not good. I'm like, oh, honey sit down let's talk like most of the time I'll shut the fuck up you do what you want but this is one that I'm like no no no. you need to be aware of what this is doing because like Mindy said the list is insane and well, no and, one connects and so many things. people will say like you said I, I, I haven't had any issues well really because oh. the list is so crazy like you wouldn't you even know even if relate you them 
Yeah. So like they had said, learning and memory issues. So when you're in school, have you ever had a hard time like focusing on things after you started this? Like you wouldn't even know to connect those two. No, but you'll be labeled with ADHD and given another. Yes, that's exactly it. Right. Right. And so everyone's like, oh, it's not the pill. It's because I have ADHD. Well, yeah. did you have that before you started? Is anyone going to connect that? Oh, well, I was so young. How- and that's They can just give me. you another medication for yeah. that problem. Yeah. So they said yeah. things like social anxiety, mm-hmm. brain mm-hmm. fog, which is like that mm-hmm. thing you were talking about, about disconnecting. That's brain fog. Disassociation. Yep. Disassociation. Sure. Um, you know, the, the social anxiety and like the fight or flight response, like all of Literally that stuff is very similar, right? <laughs> Think about all the autoimmune diseases out in the world. Now, how many Ugh. women have thyroid issues, Hashimoto's? Yeah, disease. that's actually um, thyroid issues are connected to this as well. Um, that's on my list. Uh, the one that can kind of shocked me was dry eyes and having mm-hmm. issues what? wearing contact lenses. Damn it, I've actually so heard that. I've yeah. actually heard girls talk about that where they're like, oh, like I have really dry. I'm like, why do you have dry eyes? Like, fuck's wrong with you? Like, yeah, because mine were really mine were really bad and uh for years I had to work my time up wearing contact lenses from like 20 minutes a day wow so I had no idea that that was connected to this and another one was gallbladder disease so they put me on birth control at 15 and by 16 I was having my gallbladder taken out and they the doctors never questioned why if 16 or 15 year old was having gallstone attacks they just wrote it off as i was a chubby kid and that was the problem we need to have more root cause the main thing that i'm getting out of this conversation is there needs to be a lot more root cause conversations yeah finding where it's coming from so they were like okay so within the first year of being on birth control it's uh very common to have gallbladder disease and wow. after five years, it actually doubles. Oh. Jesus. So, awesome. yeah, how many people in their 30s are getting their gallbladder taken out and why? Because they're, oh, they'll just write it off as you're overweight. Okay. Can I also ask, like, what does the gallbladder do? The gallbladder helps with digestion, so it releases bile. <gasps> so once you remove oh. it, you have a harder time digesting. And they basically told me at 15 or 16 when I was getting oh. this out, they told my mom, like, Oh, it's just, you know, it's an organ that helps, it's fine. like it assists, but we don't <laughs> she need it. She doesn't need it. Okay, so we don't need a gallbladder. And but we're bored like, with them. Okay. We can just take our tonsils out. We can just, like, there's a few things. A spleen, like, you know, those. Just, you got yeah, two kidneys. You all take- of these things have a purpose. So, yes, we can work without it. I can live fine without a gallbladder. However, it gives me issues in digestion. It gives, you know, it, it's ah. affecting other organs because they have to work harder. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we can live without it, but something else is picking but, up that slack. That what? slack, yeah. Would you rather have a bit of acne and deal with that naturally or have your gallbladder? Yeah, so. Right? <laughs> or whatever. Exactly. You know? So they took it out. Wild. I had some issues. They wanted to put me on pills for IBS for the rest of my life, basically. Jesus and I was just Christ. like, I was no 16. Thanks. I'm like, I don't want to take these. I'm good. good. But of good course, certain certain things that I eat do affect me, right? Yes. And they were like, oh, maybe you're lactose intolerant. Maybe you can't have gluten. Maybe that. Maybe maybe it's because you took out an organ that helps with my digestion. <laughs> they should have given you like a supplement <laughs> or a vitamin that helped with that like in that period of time that should have been what happened you should have also you should have had like so what I think should have happened this is gonna sound whack but like we really what we need to see in the future if things don't go to shit and we don't end up seeing the world just blow up we need to see (laughs) doctors and naturopaths working together as a team 
in mm-hmm. office. We need to see that. We need to see it because so and then that's how you discover root cause and you address root cause. So telling her that she has to have her gallbladder removed. OK, well, let's get let's add a solution into that so that she can have the same effect of digestion or a little more better, like help with the digestion because you're removing that piece that does that. So I take a fucking shitload of vitamins that help me th- the metabolization of my fucking protein and carbohydrates like i'm blown away that they didn't tell you that you could right that, so they didn't want to do away. that they just wanted to put I'm me on pills away. for uh irritable bowel fuck yeah. my life and it's like no you created this issue so what kind yeah. of blows you need to fix my it. mind what blows my mind is that you listed that as a side effect so obviously this is published somewhere as a side effect mm-hmm. how did these doctors then not know that that don't they read a possible connection like when you're going through something and again i'm not a professional i have no idea you guys i am an inventory weed planner i don't know but to me when i go to the doctors or if i'm going to someone a normal doctor will ask me what am i on what are you know so wouldn't that be an alarm to being like okay she is 16 obviously she's not like you know terrible terrible habits to this point like years of like whatever it is that makes people have that outside of this She's been on birth control for a year. Why wouldn't that be the direct thing that you would ask? Yeah. So the gallbladder disease comment was actually in the pamphlet for my birth control. Wow. So So, it was published in the actual drug. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So right now when we're looking at what's going on medically in the world, we won't touch on this. And people are like, oh, you know, everyone has best interests. I'm not saying they don't, but they can also be very much. Well, and this this is an approved drug. And FDA approved it says in the pamphlet that it can create this issue. So, I mean, it's known. That's what I mean. I don't. So what we're just being like, oh, I'm not a pharmacist. So I don't know the repercussions. Like, I don't understand. Where is the liability so, here? Just where because they the- say a drug is safe doesn't mean that you're not going to have any side effects from it. Yes. Right? Thank you. Exactly. Yes. The and- other thing like with it that people aren't aware of is how much of your vitamin and mineral stores that it actually depletes. So holy um, fuck. Vit- yes. vitamin B, vitamin yep. C, vitamin E, selenium, magnesium, and it yep. contributes to loss of bone density. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it disrupts your gut microbiome, which is a whole yep. nother, like that affects your immune system. And then you your have gut thyroid is your second issues. brain. And that's your right. second, yeah, as I say, that's where your mental health like resides. <laughs> and the Dude. other thing they said that was surprising, uh, urinary tract infections are very <gasps> common. But they just told us we were all sluts for having sex, though. I used to right. get those all the time, you guys. Like, I was fucking prone to them. Like, I had so many bladder infections in my life. Like, I will never forget being a young, like, even, well, prior to birth control. Like, I, I had issues with my bladder anyways, but, like... Having to get like that catheter thing in your urethra is fucking horseshit. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure the whole process of why it creates that, but it was on the list. Wild. I thought that was crazy because so many women do get that regularly and then they just just give them some antibiotics and send them on their way. But it's a a (laughs) symptom from being on the pill sometimes. Holy shit. And they said uh, flu like symptoms, allergies, fatigue, Mm -hmm. fever, rashes. Um, and it was crazy because I was breaking out in hives after I had went back on the pill this last time. And I, I couldn't figure out, like, yes, I've got allergies. And, like, they're getting worse as the years go on. So now that I've been off of it, I haven't had any. 
Isn't that crazy? And you don't realize how bad it is until after and you've been off of it. You notice that things have changed, you know, because you're just living through it. You're like, this is just life. This is outdoor allergies. I live in BC now or no, I wasn't in BC, but you know what I mean? Like, oh, it must be the snow mold. This is why I'm feeling this way. And you're like, yeah, my allergies got worse. And I just like, okay, yeah, sometimes allergies change with age. You know, you can get new ones every eight, eight years. Things can drop off, whatever. But um, I was pretty surprised to find out that that could actually be irritating them. And I mean, you think about it, you're affecting your immune system, the immune system is what responds to any kind of allergen, right? Like your, your body's kicking in to get rid of it. And it, it releases all this histamine, which is then why we take an antihistamine to get it to stop releasing that so that our allergies subside. So it's just like this one pill that we're taking for a certain reason that could potentially cause so much more that just makes more money for the, not to be this way, but to make more money for the pharmaceutical company. Yeah. We just keep treating all these symptoms with different things and creating more symptoms and other things. (laughs) You've got a UTI, you've got a, you've got uh, gallbladder stones, you've got allergies, like just take pills for all of it. But then too, and um, and I know it depletes you, but doesn't it also because it's affecting your microbiome? Anything that you are taking that is good, I think it also, call me if I'm wrong, it helps you or doesn't help you absorb any of that stuff either. So Yeah, so it can actually cause malnutrition because of that. And everyone wonders why like teenage girls sometimes are so thin. Well, if you already have those kind of issues and then you're on top of this and you don't want to eat and all of that, like just because and then you don't, you know, feel like it and you're not even when you are eating, you're not even getting any of the nutrition that you're eating. Like it's, it's a really not to mention the testosterone thing again, like they can't gain, like, you know what I mean? Like I, that's such a wild concept. I'm literally, my brain is just like, go, I'm in, I'm spinning in circles right now. Just like thinking about (laughs) the correlation of all these things. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. The lights start going off. Right. I'm not even like, like, it's just like, I had all these things happening and I never knew. Um, well, and like, yeah. So then yeah. they talk about coming off of the pill and they kind of explain like the pill creates this synthetic version of hormones in your body. So your body gets used to this and stops producing their own natural hormones. Oh, awesome. Sick. So then once you go off of the pill um, or like a low <laughs> dose marina or something, right? It takes a while for your body to start producing those hormones again. So that's where people have the issue of, you know, the acne and the the things going on in their body regulating a cycle and whatnot, because your body's not actually producing the hormones that it's supposed to be. So then, then, like I said, I'm three and a half months off and they say it can take four to six months for your body to kind of have that adjustment period. But some people it's like years to get back to normal. It just totally depends on your body. Yeah. But I notice things like they talk about adrenal fatigue and like then you have difficulty waking up. You're crashing in the afternoon, needing a nap. You have insomnia at night. You can't sleep. And I was having this like in the mm. afternoon at work, I would just be like it's my girlfriend passing out. And I'm like, yeah. what is like going one on? O'clock. One o'clock so, is like, okay, nap time. <laughs> yeah, done. it was crazy. And then frequent illness because your immune system response has been messed Shattered. with. So I found that like over the last couple of years, it's like every time I got better, I got sick again. I was better for like one day and then I'd mm-hmm. wake up with a cold and I'm like, seriously? And I know over COVID, like, yes, we're using a lot of hand sanitizer and we're not being, um, our immune system isn't having a chance to fight all of the things because we're killing all of the bacteria everywhere. So I wrote it off. I wrote it off as that, yeah. not being in public as much. 
you know, everything being over cleaned and whatever. But yeah, like I literally spent the last two years being sick and I'm like so tired. Right. And so. do you think, and do you think now going like your journey, do you think you'll stay on this route of being off of it? Do you think you'll ever, yeah, I'll never on? go back on. I'm right. on the list to have uh, my tube side at the nice. moment, which is on a backlog because of COVID, but well, um, of course, yeah. Why not? So, but, but they, that is an option that you had. Cause there, I know women have had to fight for that for themselves. And yeah. And we shouldn't have shouldn't, to, you shouldn't have to like, that's your choice. You decide. And what makes me kind of upset with that too, is like, there's so many other ways that we can show up if we want to be in no pressure to anybody if they don't want to be either but like why and I like this conversation is like um and Kayla is a byproduct of this there's many other ways to be a parent you don't have to physically have one to become one um so if you have issues with your reproductive you know stuff or like for example my mom um got her ovaries out at a younger age sorry mom um because you know she didn't want to leave them open for possible risks right and like Women should be able to make those decisions for themselves. I'm not saying at her age she would want to, but if 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 someone changed their mind and decided to be a parent, there is adoption. There is other ways. There's fostering. There's so many other ways in the world that like I hate it when people are fighting anyone on that decision. It's just a personal fucking decision that everyone gets to make. In my yeah, opinion. whether you want kids, don't want kids, no, whatever. It's exactly. you know. And if you don't, if you don't, I mean, this is a whole nother subject, but if you don't want to allow abortion and whatnot, then allow people to do the birth control measures that they see fit. Yeah, absolutely. And educate everyone on the different ones too. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing is just like, no one knows, like you said, no one knows, no one knows what these are doing. No one knows until they have to know until they're Mm -hmm. sick or they have to make these decisions. And it would just be great if that education was out there. I mean, we've got well, and counting cycles and things like that, maybe that might help reduce the problem as well, right? 100%. On birth control or not, I think everyone should be trying to, even though it's not a real cycle, I think you should still be using the flow app to, to because birth control isn't always easy, like isn't always the end all either, right? And like, mm-hmm. I would never suggest the pull out method for anybody that like, extremely does not want to have children, like that is not the right way. For me, yeah. I, can, I have the luxury to be able to do that right now, um, but I'm also careful about it because I know that that could end in a miscarriage and I don't always want to go through that. So I watch and I think that what um, excites me is that women now are wanting to take that and their health into their hands and know everything about themselves, not just be dictated by a doctor. Of, of There's a lot less trust it. around the healthcare system, yes. I think, after the last couple of years. I think yep. maybe that will push women to take more accountability and to be more in tune with what's going on. Yeah. Um, and to question, to question every medicine that a doctor gives you. Mm-hmm. And if um, they don't tell you the goods and bads, like, I would really be, like, questioning that doctor, too. Because yeah. like, you know, and like, was it Robin Williams? Well, that- and usually the pharmacy prints out that paper. So if you actually take the time to read it. Yes, that's true. That's <laughs> it's there. Right? I read everyone now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because um, I get all the side effects. So wild to me that I never read a birth control pamphlet in my life. Like I maybe have, but I was like, just a fucking ignorant person in my, in that regard where I was just like, Oh, that won't happen. Or that's never happened. I wouldn't yeah. know if it's happened. I wouldn't yeah. know. And now I'm sitting no here fucking makes... spinning in circles because I'm like, is my birth control making me a rabid fucking psychopath that makes me want to stab mm-hmm. my boyfriend and my child? Like, what's happening here? Yeah, it can. It can. I have a girlfriend <laughs> oh that God. said that she couldn't be on it because she literally had crazy thoughts and couldn't control herself. Like, she just oh felt out of control. And I, you know what? That scares me. For That scares me. Do you know how many? I feel like there's way more women out there that have had this that are scared to talk about it. Hundred percent. So well, like, they don't know why. about it. 
they don't people... know what the cause of it is, exactly. so they just want to. They just feel crazy. Because... Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. My whole fucking life is just flashing in front of me. Like <laughs> my whole existence of like, and you know what's wild? My therapist actually said when I started talking to him about my shit, he was like, "Are you on a hormonal birth control?" And I said, "Yeah." He's like, "You need to get off of that." Mm-hmm. an old white man so I'm just you know to revert because I'm talking shit about old white men and doctor <laughs> white coats an old white man not that we're pulling race cards into this but it's the medical system is very like interesting that way but for a man of his age and his stature to tell me as a female so that the my hormonal birth control may be affecting my moods or that I should come off of it that's like a big deal to me but that's this a is huge the thing deal. right because if you look at a psychiatrist they study the brain and the effect of hormones and all well, of that that's like their specialty right okay so yeah that makes sense they they do look into that stuff and they, know. they are aware of how it's affecting that's their like the passion that they have right um but yeah so then um coming off of it like I had said there's these all these issues that can happen, um, skin issues we had kind of touched on, uh, and increased PMS because your body's trying to like have its first period, right? Like it hasn't had a period in how long. Um, so then. And she's probably going to be mad. Yeah. So I went (laughs) into, I went into, uh, the books, um, and they kind of gave that, like how to support your body going through this coming off of it. Um, so supporting the metabolism, uh, improving digestion. So eating more fiber, prebiotics, probiotics, those are always a good thing. Um, detox support. I really, Uh, I have education in like the health and fitness industry. So I'm not big on detoxes because they're kind of an MLM thing. (laughs) So I'm very careful when I say detox because your body is a detox system. It does that on its own, but there is ways that you can support your body by eating like certain fruits and vegetables to help it. So I'm not talking about going and buying like all these detoxes. I'm talking about doing it with food, right? Like that book, Beyond the Pill by Jolene Brighton, she actually has a 30-day plan of how to support your body to go through this detox stage because it's going to do that work itself, right? Yeah. Um, And then reducing stress because you want to try and get that cortisol level down to reduce the inflammation to get your immune system up. So then supporting with nutrients and vitamins because you've been depleting them for so long that, you know, it's kind of important to probably add some extra support. Um, I loaded up on that for like a month after coming off, maybe two months just to try and balance it out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just kind of interesting. Um, I'll give you some resources at the end that I use to kind of help guide that me through. That would be awesome. But- Yeah, there's a lady on Instagram that she's a skin nutritionist and she does kind of focus on the hormonal aspects for women. So that's interesting. Um, And she kind of gives you free stuff on her website to do all of these things. That's amazing. I love that women are are doing this and like sharing it because they know what that struggle's like. And and you just feel like you're being told like you're crazy. Like, no, it can't be your birth control. Everyone in the world's on birth control. It's been around for so long. And you're like, yeah, but look at a collective of where we are. Like as women, as our, uh, like, you know, as women, as a collective, yes, we're so ahead. There's so many things that we can be excited for. I'm not saying that. When we look at our actual mental health, PCOS, infertility, all Mm -hmm. of this kind of shit, the mass amount of miscarriages. and, And that's not just saying that's coming from birth control. Um, 
that's coming from too like you, you say you have birth control has anyone tested like what it's like to have all these like uh products on you and eating all this stuff mm-hmm. as well you know what i'm saying like I've said this a few times on the show. I think all of those things coming together that affect your, you know, hormonal system is Mm -hmm. all attacking it. So you you, you get birth control that's lowering all your stuff and messing. And then all of a sudden you're eating all this food with edited shit in it. And then you're putting all this consumables on your body and your skin, which is like your biggest like absorption. Like we won't even get into like medication and like sunscreen and all that shit. But like, think about it that way, you know, like everything that we do, everything that we consume, everything that we're around. Um, it's affected. Yeah, it affects our hormones. Yeah. And when you look at how many people have depression, anxiety, like um, <laughs> breakdowns because they don't know, I'm not even going to get into it too much, but <laughs> why, why do we have so many of these diagnoses now? Is it just because we're becoming more aware of it or is it because no. it's more common because of everything that we're doing? It's manufactured like, for I actually sure. Had, I had read a study on testosterone levels and I think it was 53% they have dropped in men yes I've read that too because of soy I shared it on my Facebook but not necessarily just that but like everything in our food and whatever so yeah like men's sperm count is down their testosterone levels are down uh women their hormones are messed up because of all this stuff too not just birth control so then we're looking at like infertility rates how many people struggle right and it's like why what is the and root for what? cause? What is causing this? There's definitely yes. feels like there's an attack on the human, like like that, like the units, like human as a collective, like as community, right? It's like messing. But everybody's everybody just like, oh, conspiracy theory, and it's yeah. like, no, but look at this. Look at the sperm count. Look at the testosterone levels. Look at women. Look at how many people are having like gender breakdowns and not knowing what they are, and like all of these diagnoses, depression, anxiety, all this stuff that's coming up. Mm-hmm. like I, I'm connected. not discrediting anyone's experience I nope. understand that they're having these things but it's like why is this mm-hmm. a consequence of or yes you know, we can like- diagnose it we can treat it we can be supportive we can understand it but like how about we try and figure out what's causing all of it yeah why yeah. did we how did we get here and I I fully believe it's a lot of these things connected so that's why for me in my personal life I've been like okay what are some of these things that are disruptors in your life that are causing havoc that you probably don't need but you're doing for convenience or ease or whatever it is right like <clears throat> I really want to get a toaster oven because I feel like it's better than a microwave but the convenience Bro. of a microwave is hard sometimes you know you're busy you want to be eating mm-hmm. the right food yeah and then there's this contradiction well you're zapping half the nutrients out of your food and you're like yeah but I don't have fucking time to cook the egg <laughs> and bacon first thing in the morning before my 10-hour day at work and doing the, you know and it, but again yeah. Do I have the until time? until you grow your own garden yes. and raise your own meat yes. and do everything else? Like you, you just don't have that kind of control, yeah. right? Exactly. Like it's and it's, it's baby hard. steps too, right? And 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 when you uh, when it, and everyone's picked their own, like everyone does their own shit. This is just my mm-hmm. personal thing. I started with makeup, um, one because I'm not good at it. Two, um, no matter what, it just there are more natural products. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, I think for me, it was more like a vanity thing too. Is that I felt like I couldn't leave the house with it, so I had Mm -hmm. to push myself through it. Where it's like you don't, you don't get to wear it ever again until you're a hundred percent okay with this, and then you can wear it again. So that wasn't even why I started it. But then I got into this journey, and I was like, if I don't need it, then I only want to do it sometimes and with the best products for sure. Um, but it's little things that you can do because like when you jump down these rabbit holes and a lot of us start with birth control or medic medicine and you, and you get all the other things that are fucking you up, you feel overwhelmed and you're like, no, nope, I'm not going to yeah. do it. 
Um, it's too it's, much to try and tackle everything at exactly. once. Exactly. You just have to bite it off at little things that you can do. Like, for example, um, I fell down a rabbit hole of looking at what how bag salads are made. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> what this isn't funny fuck? anymore. So is this why you switched? Instead, <laughs> yes. And yeah, uh, I wasn't even going to ask about that because I eat them all the time at work and I don't <laughs> want to. No, and I'm sure it's totally fine. A lot of people do. But I was like, you know what? In While we're going into the spring and summer months, I literally live in the Okanagan where there's an abundance of let's yeah. say that cabbage salad that I get, I literally bought all of it and can make it for two weeks worth for about $6. That mm-hmm. bag of salad is great. I love it. It's my favorite thing. I've been eating it for three months, but I was like, why can't I make this? And now growing my own stuff in my own little garden. I'm like, those are just little switches that I'm like, Hey, this is a one that you could take a little bit of time and pre-cut this salad and have it all week. And it, I washed it all and it lasted that it's actually lasted me 10 days now. There's and, containers to make it last longer yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, and I'm not saying that like there's anything wrong with that. I, I literally drink still pre-workout sometimes and all that. It's just little things like that that I'm like, okay, in the next one, it's like I look at the back of my salad dressing and I'm like, I don't love the ingredients of these salad dressings and that they're in plastic containers. That's just something that I'm trying to get away from. So I'm like, now I'm going to try and make my own salsa and my own dressing and now I'll probably make it forever. So little things like that make me feel like I'm slowly taking control of being self-sufficient on my own and being able to do those things. I'm not going to be able to do it at all times and not everyone can experience that. But- Some effort is still better than that. And to like slowly, like, you know, we talk about, for example, like how bad our phones are. We all talk about it, but like, you know, so now I'm putting on the effort of like, I have to have my phone because I have an alarm. So I put it on airplane mode. I know I can't realistically get away from my phone. I know that that's not where life is, but I can try and make an effort to stay away from it and distance myself a little bit more. And I do feel better whether mentally or physically. Right. So it's just like little things over time. And I think looking at birth control and the things that you were taking and looking at those side effects is the number one start of figuring out like how to bring your body back to center. Because if you have something that is throwing all this off, how do you figure out what's wrong with you personally? Well, and the other thing about that, like making these tweaks, like I I had mentioned, um, people want to come off hormonal birth control and they think, Oh, I'll go to a copper IUD. There's no hormone in it. So it's the best choice. Right. Yeah. So I was like, is it though? Because you think about it, copper, it's metal. Like you're putting yeah. metal in your, is that good? So then no. I, you're putting it in the most sensitive area of your body. Yep. <laughs> so I started looking into that and surprising, um, it can still cause hormonal acne because copper affects estrogen levels. <laughs> so the liver actually mm. gets burdened by copper and the estrogen rises So then you can still have period issues, which a lot of people do have more painful or heavy periods, uh, longer periods, whatever, on the um, copper IUD. Wow. And you can still Mm. have acne. Not everybody will because it depends on your estrogen level and how much it goes up, right? And probably how you're supporting that in other ways in your body, right? Like if you're a person that has been able to do that, support it in other ways, then you probably have a higher chance. But especially people like myself, like years ago that had no connection to their health or body whatsoever. You don't think about that. You're just like, Oh, it's because it's all these things and it can never be changed. You don't have to live in that. You really don't have to live in that. Yeah. No, they not said, saying run, uh... running it off birth control tomorrow. I'm just saying like, start <laughs> asking the questions and, and think about our consequences and the risks worth the reward, you know? And if anybody Maybe. gets pregnant from this conversation, this is on you. <laughs> we're not fucking medical professionals. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tracking is not a hundred percent, but exactly. it does help. It does. Um, right. And it's more like just taking control medically, or if you're on them, being aware of that. So you balance your body properly. So you're supporting it the best yeah. way that you can, right. Knowing good the symptoms that. and then looking at, okay, how can I work with this symptom rather than just cover it up by taking something. Right. Yeah. 
yeah. Um, and if you're hell bent on being on it, then what's the balance of what was your body lacking and it's taking away? What can you do to support? Yeah, take some extra back? vitamins and yeah. minerals and eat a proper diet to support the body. And I think Literally. having the awareness of knowing that that could be a thing <clears throat> is a huge step, right? Because yes. Then you're thinking of it, and then you're like, oh, this. This, this, like, oh, yeah, like, I didn't realize I've been having a headache for like ever and I can't figure it out. Maybe this is a thing, or, you know, like, I just, can't yeah, they do link weight. that. They do link that to birth control right? as well. Right. Yeah. At this point, what is it? Like, yeah, pretty control? much every symptom, every <sighs> problem, learning <sighs> disabilities, like anything can be linked out. to it. Yeah. Um, okay. They say that the non hormonal copper IUD also can interfere with zinc absorption and lead to copper toxicity. I'm sure that's rare, but the fact that it can even happen and people aren't aware of it. It's yeah. a big issue. And, and too, that all of also this. affects, sorry, that also affects the thyroid and the immune system. So you're still having some of the same problems that like hormonal birth control would cause. Mm. Yeah. And I was just going to say too, wasn't like, like low zinc levels, a huge issue with like COVID and people yeah. that got it really bad had low zinc and yeah. that was what was told to boost that or to help yourself support your immune system through that. So like, you know, maybe that's a big correlation why some people did get it. Worse I believe magnesium as well. Ah. <laughs> I take both of those. Yeah. Ah, and maybe so selenium. I can't remember what else was on that list, but yeah. And then we wonder why we're all like fell drained meat suits, just walking around day to day crying. At <laughs> meat suits. Like... Well, though, because I feel that's what, when you're not connected to your body, like not in a spiritual way where you're like, oh, I'm so enlightened in this moment and I'm high just sitting in this meditation. No, I mean, like when you do not feel connected to your body because it's just operating on a whole different level than you, I feel like it's like you're outside of it and that's just your meat suit walking around. And like, I don't know. Does that, mm. is that no, no, you're good I have, there's a Yeah, there's a correlation there for sure. Like it's, it's, uh, oh man, if you take away a lot, like my biggest takeaways right now are root cause. Um, what is the other one? I was just literally going to say it, Jesus. Just there's, I don't know, be aware. That's what it was. Root cause and awareness about your body, about how your body reacts to things. Cause I through life and I would, I had so many challenges when I was younger and it's so funny thinking about it now. Cause I never would have put the two and two together, but I had always some kind of issue and I was always on birth control. So it's like, what the fucking fuck even happened in that period of time? And it was always just one thing after the other. And like Mindy was saying about being sick, like consistently having issues with my body, but never really knowing that the root cause of that issue was coming from my birth control. Well, and it can be really frustrating trying to explain it, not only to your doctor, but I was in a relationship and... Oh, God. Um, okay, well, a few different relationships through my 20 years of being on birth control. And when I was married, I legit was like trying to say this is making me feel crazy. This pill is making me feel like I don't feel like myself. I feel disconnected. I feel like I'm in a fog. I don't like, I don't feel real. Yeah, and yeah. my ex was just like, Oh, whatever. Like you're just being a bitch, whatever. And he's driving. <laughs> and I legit wanted to open the door and jump out the car. Push him out. Well, I'll push him out. Fuck that. I was, no, I was just so mad that I was going to yeah. get out of the moving car. And he's like, what are you doing? I feel like, that you're yeah. not listening to me. <laughs> Yeah. So and it, it just can another, definitely like, affect everything, right? Telling you that you're crazy. And then on top of that, that's depleting that, you know, connection hormone mm -hmm. that makes, you know, and then it's making even more angry because too, then that's just another person because they don't not I'm not excusing it. They literally have no idea. And that's why I had to like super educate, not super educate like Grant knew, but I was like, 
I can't go on this. This is why. This is how I feel. This is how it's going to affect us in our relationship. Can you please support me in this? I know it's going to be hard sometimes. I know what there's going to be times where, you know, it seems like, you know, it's like, oh, it's either you're in your period or, you know, you're ovulating. So it's not a good time. But like, mm-hmm. it, it really makes me feel like a complete psychopath. And yeah, I it, can be, that it can be hard when you don't yeah. have the support. Exactly. And that's where I want men to be educated in it because the ones that are, are like, oh, fuck no, I don't well, want that. Like and us as nuts? women, like, us like, as women, we need to be educated on our own bodies yes. so that we can share that properly with our partners as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So when I was Absolutely. married, I was trying to explain this, and I'm, you know, this is ten, like ten years ago, and I'm, I don't even really know what's going on. I just know I don't feel right, and I'm trying to explain it, and I'm being told, "No, you're just crazy. You're just being a bitch. You're just whatever." And I'm like, that's super frustrating because my experience was being discounted and I was mm-hmm. trying to be vulnerable and share. And I, you know, like it's just, yeah. mm-hmm. it wasn't a safe dynamic for me. And um, so I went off of it and within a few months, he was like, you actually are different being off of it. <sighs> like, yeah, I fucking told you. <laughs> no shit. Thank bro. you. <laughs> Thanks for validating this a little too late, but you know, I guess we're here now. But I definitely, um, I definitely was a different person in my marriage. I was not affectionate. I was not connected. Like I just, and it, you know, wrong person maybe that's the issue, but I just couldn't be in it. And I've noticed now being in relationships, I'm a totally different person because I've, the hormones are different. Um, I feel different. I'm more connected to myself. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a huge shift. Like I legit just couldn't be in it. And um I didn't feel anything. And I just thought, okay, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the next thing I'm supposed to be doing in society. And I, you know, this is what everybody just makes it work. And yeah, yeah, I just didn't feel anything. So it's been wild, like the last few years to really just step into like feeling and being connected and understanding what's going on. Um, But I definitely like anxiety was a big struggle um, depression coming off of it is a huge thing for me. Um, but yeah, like being sick all the time, I was seeing one guy and he was like, you're always sick. And I was like, that just irritated me because there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. You're like, yeah. And like, Like, and yeah, it's not because I don't take care of myself but it's not because I don't try. Like you don't understand what this does to the body. And like, I am literally so exhausted some days that going up the stairs is like, you know, and I I can do a two hour workout. So going up the stairs shouldn't tire me out, but there's just days when my body can't do it, you know? And I think women are then just taking that and not understanding that this could be, or is mostly mainly the reason why, and just saying like, oh, you're unmotivated or you're not working hard enough or, and it's all these reasons of why. And well, and, I'm really and then spiraling that. into the depression and anxiety yes. because you're yes. not understanding that this is actually not something that you're causing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's not, not in your, well, it is in your control, but it's like, it's, it's not a it's lack not, of motivation yes. or a lack of trying. Like this is something at a hormonal, like physiological level that needs to be dealt with. And so, so what I'd like to see too, is now people are understanding that for mental health, right. And they're saying that you don't always have to see it on the outside and da, 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 da. And I really think that that's where the conversation and, and the mistrust with the medical, uh, you know, area is bringing this a lot more to light for women, but I'm really hoping this comes to, you know, where everyone's um, talking about it just as much as mental health now, and everyone's really being supported in their decisions and not feeling like there's crazy that there's, 
not necessarily just like a title and a diagnosis, but that there's ways to fix it and that we don't have to live in this and that we're not necessarily the root cause. Like we are the, the reason why this is happening because we're not, we don't have that in our hands, but we also have the ability then to fix it. Right. And, and to, to make better choices, no matter who that is for everyone, not saying being on it and off of it, that's your choice, Mm -hmm. but being, being aware that, you know, if you're sitting there feeling crazy and you can't figure out why, please look into this one. And, yeah. and see, and, and your doctor might not tell you that that's it. But, you know, I would say that instead of just accepting that you're crazy or that you have depression or you have anxiety, that you start asking some, well, why? Because I don't believe we're born with those things. I, I believe that those are maybe, maybe there's like some chemical that we're born with for sure that we're more prone to. But I think a lot of it comes from situational environment, how we were raised, all that kind of stuff and what we're putting into our bodies. And just going off of it for a while too, I think would yeah. be my suggestion just to see if you feel different. But giving it enough time, like for your body, like, you know, six months to see, um, yeah, to see the changes and then to decide from there what you want to do or whatever. Right. I find most Um, women that I know take that, they end up not going back on it forever or for a long time. And that's, I think that's, I did not want to go back on it, but I was like, I don't want to have situation so I need Mm -hmm. to do something. And then honestly, still in my thirties, wasn't ever educated on like, how many days you can actually get pregnant? Yeah, <sighs> yeah. right. Isn't it Literally. Oh. oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. So, and that's why the tracking okay. app helps, right? Because it, you record your first day, you can kind of do math from there, right? And um, you don't have to, and it's not always accurate. You've got to be careful. But I don't know. I kind of, I, I remember I used to even like skip skip my periods and just like take full time and now I just like go back and smack myself in the face well, like, and actually, bro, honestly, you've been that really, it this whole time. yeah that yeah. really doesn't matter because you're no. just stopping that breakthrough bleed that just honestly just for like a peace of mind that you even have that like and honestly I never took the sugar pills never yeah, once I never did either and either. I read about them and they actually have I wish I wrote it down now there's something in those that creates another issue in your body Sick. for your liver because it overburdens sugar pills. It. No, no, they're not. There's definitely <laughs> something else in them, but I can't remember what it is. But I just always threw them in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, same. I was like, I, I, I did too. I would, but I wouldn't throw them out. Like after, I would pop them one at a time. Yeah, like, same. One day because then if I didn't, then I would get out of the habit for those six or whatever seven days or whatever, yeah. and I would forget. So I'd always just like open it, but I throw it in the garbage because I was like, yeah. I didn't want to get out of the habit of taking that pill. Right. But yeah, I don't know why something in my head was just like, well, these are just sugar pills. You don't need them. Just throw yeah. them away. So that's yeah. what I did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, too. I was reading something the other day about what's actually in those and how it affects your body too. And it's bizarre. Like why, why even put anything in them then? Yeah. Why, have that? why not just be like, anything? like, oh my God. That's well, and for the doctors insane. to say that they don't do anything too. And to be like, oh, they're just sugar pills. Like, fuck you. Fuck off. Go educate. Go get educated a little more yeah. on your shit. I remember being like 15 or 16 after I just went on the pill and going to the doctor and uh, I was having issues. I think I had a period that lasted like 35 days or something. Ooh. So they wanted to change my pill, which they did a few times at the beginning. I think I was on four different pills yeah. um, because I had this problem and I went in to talk to him and he came in and he was like, you know, reading the file from the nurse and he was like, oh, like you have a problem with birth control. Like, what is it? Did it make all your hair fall out? Ha ha. And I was just like, gross. I remember him saying that at like, I was like 16, right? And now I'm reading, it actually can cause hair loss. So he obviously thought that it was stupid and that it didn't do that and that people were just ridiculous. And it's like, 
I remember it because I was just like, this is weird. Like, why would he say that? Why would he say that? Is my hair going to fall out? Like, (laughs) oh my God, people are wild. Ah, ah. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, why, but my body ended up having a a period cycle. I don't, obviously not a real period, but I I bled for like 35 days and uh, it was brutal. Like it was, it was heavy and bad. So um, they had switched my pills a few times to try and get it regulated. And I went from like the different phase pills yeah. where they have like a few different colors yeah. to yeah, then being on like a mono uh, dose where it's the same every day. Yeah. And I found between the two that the, the one that was the same dose every single day was better for me because it kept me regulated mm-hmm. um, mood wise versus the ones that were always changing because the amount of hormone in them was always messing me up. Yeah. And your body was so, like, what's going on? I, I guess it probably depends on the person, but I, I found for me, this, the same consistent pill throughout the whole month was a better option. Yeah. And I don't think people even know that there are options in those things too, that there's different no. levels of, of birth control that you well, can One, only some of them are for acne, right? Yes. Yeah. And then I was on the low dose because of that. They put me on one. Um, I can't remember if it was Yasmin, Yasmin, and then they switched me to Yaz. And there's yeah, actually like, too. there was tons of lawsuits. Yeah. Uh huh. And I think they said something like 15 times the risk for blood clots. Yeah. Hi, me. And if you're over 30 or 35, you're not supposed to take them. So oh, I was getting yeah. to that point, right? And I was yeah. like, yeah, this is scary. And there was a girl in Edmonton. I remember reading her story. I think she was around 16, athlete. She was running on the treadmill at the gym and she had a blood clot move up to her brain from her birth control Ah! and it killed her. And I was just like, wow, she's young, athletic, and this happened to her. Yep. And Hmm. and it can happen to literally anyone at any time because there's really no way for them to, and they're not even telling you there's any risks. So how do we trust that? So I don't know. After her story, I was like, wow, like I'm not an athlete. I'm not as young as her. Like. That's scary, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh, totally. Then you think that could be me. Not in just a way, but like it absolutely could. It doesn't. It doesn't just affect like people with certain diseases. Smoking or or over 35 or overweight or whatever. It doesn't discriminate. So Nope. Nope. Might make your risk higher, but yeah. So nuts. Um, This has been absolutely amazing. I think we've knocked Kayla out for a minute there. Um, Oh, no. I'm good. No, I just mean like this whole one. I think you're just kind of like. My brain is like just like, fuck. I will. uh, I'll share these resources with you guys. And then uh, I can also send you a screenshot of like the book covers or whatever if you want to post them. But um, like we had said, Dr. Jolene Brighton, uh, Beyond the Pill is her book. It's got a 30-day program to rebalance hormones, reverse side effects, and it gives you a lot of info about coming off of the pill. Um, I wish I would have read it before I did. (laughs) And then another one was a book called Hormonal, and it's The Hidden Intelligence of Hormones, and it's written by Marty Hazelton, and she has a PhD. And this one had a lot of uh, studies that they did. Mm. And it was really interesting. Like they, you know, took different clothes from different people who are ovulating versus not ovulating and different men, different, like they said that certain times of your cycle, you're more attracted to certain types of men. (laughs) 
like the chiseled jaw like buff you know whatever versus like the the casual like dad you know whatever (laughs) um yeah they said like to like certain women will be attracted to like the dad the really nurturing loving sensitive man at certain times in their cycle and then they'll want like the bad boy like this is how hormones work right so when you're on something that doesn't allow you to ovulate your attraction changes because you're always at a different hormone balance so then this is why they suggested not dating when you're you're getting married (laughs) until you're off of it so you know what you're like that's so crazy and I bet and so you think about that most people are on it until they get married and have like go to have Mm -hmm. kids and then they get off of it and then now all of a sudden you have a baby with someone that you fucking hate so you just go back on birth control and I'm just kidding right it Um, sounds crazy but there is studies in this book and it's pretty interesting so and that one also just gave a lot of info about hormones and how they work in the body and they kind of dumbed it down so anybody could understand like what is going on Love that. Um, and then there's another one. Um, this is your brain on birth control. So Sarah Hill, mm. she has a PhD. She basically just wrote about everything that happens, um, mostly mentally, um, and then how your brain affects the rest of the balance in your body. Wow. And then uh, on Instagram, holistico.katie. She's a skin nutritionist, and she was giving kind of free info on her site. I think she does do some paid content as well just about how to support the body coming off of the pill. And um, I think even being on it, it would be helpful just to know how to reduce inflammation in the body and whatever. Mm-hmm, totally. So yeah, those are Amazing. like my main ones. And I, I would suggest that anybody who has birth control to actually read the book that comes mm. with it. Yep, absolutely. That's a first start and that's free and you probably have it or wait till your next one, we go pick them up. And then, yeah, I, I just, have a, some of them are so thick. It's like yep. literally Yaz came with like a book. Yep. Uh, there's this girl, wow. I'll share it too. There's a reel where she made a dress out of the um, pamphlet inside the uh, birth control packet. So I actually giggled and I sent it to our podcast page. I'm like, when we release this one with Mindy, I am posting this reel for that exact moment because I don't like that's a pretty big ass piece of paper to be uh, looking and reading for something that's supposed to be. Yeah. Mine was the size of a newspaper and it was like fine print. Yep. On tiny, wow. tiny writing too. Right. And who's yeah. going to spend the time, especially teenage girls. We don't have time for that. We don't. <laughs> Unless it's but on a TikTok. I don't think. Very, very that. interesting to see some of the stuff. And I shared it on my Facebook and people were like, wow, I had yep. my gallbladder out too. <laughs> you know. <sighs> and so many mm. people are thinking are making that realization. And I love that there's tons of people that are resourced online too. Those are all really good books. Um, I have, I want to read the, I'm kind of over obviously past the pill, but I do want to read it just because I think it's important to have that knowledge. Right. And, and probably understand why you were the way you were before too right dr brighton is amazing she shares such great reels and uh she's kind of sassy too i love it when people are kind of trolling her she'll call them right out it's fucking yeah great. her, her instagram it. content is really good it i definitely is. enjoyed her book too yeah and the way she delivers it it's like talking to everyday women it's not using this fancy talk down i'm so smart it's just like i want yeah. to help women understand um, and watching her go through her last uh pregnancy and like at a later age and stuff was really cool the way she brought everyone through that as well. And she just kind of makes women feel empowered to keep pushing for themselves and advocating for themselves. And there's not enough doctors or health professionals out there that are, or maybe they're being suppressed or censored saying to stand up for your medical 
like journey, right? And decide what that what that looks like for you. Not everyone has to do what other people are doing. It's what's best for you. Like if you I think that's the good it, side of social media is yeah. finding the people yeah. to follow that have this content because yeah. they share it in a way that is like digestible, right? Yeah. yeah. All the books that I shared, they're written like for the average person like me. They're not super dry and like technical or you know extreme anatomy lesson needed to understand them so yeah and that's and that's what we need because I think a lot of people just are like oh this is too much it's too complicated I'm not going to understand it so I'm not going to look into it and I feel like it's kind of almost by design sometimes that way so well that's why we throw the book with our birth control yeah right like oh it's fine someone said it's okay yeah everyone's been on it for years the doctor wouldn't give it to me if it was bad exactly and then you look around and you're like wait we're kind of fucked up as a society maybe Mm. I should be looking into this a little bit Uh, um, uh, but other than that this has been absolutely amazing Mindy thank you so much is there anything else that you'd want to add uh, to the episode today or any advice you'd give uh, women that are wanting to come off of it no I think that's pretty much it amazing Kate, what about you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling like I have a lot to just like <laughs> think about. And like, um, just also like I'm going to go to work on Monday and school the women on some shit. Because <laughs> I, I don't so know if they know. Get them and they need like, to know. Hey, you have to listen to episode drop on Friday. This is good. Here's the takeaways. Here's the Cole's notes. Um, but I think the number one thing we were all about this is question and be aware. Start looking into things. Don't take things at face value. And if someone says, no, it's not your birth control, I'm sorry, my friends. Maybe it's not. But if that's their number one answer right off the bat with not even like, okay, let's dive into this. That to me is a fucking red flag. Well, yeah, even coming off of it, I've had friends say like, well, could all those things be from something else? And it's like, why are we having such a hard time understanding that the pharmaceutical industry is not always our friend? Yeah. Like, why? It's up a can of worms. That is, that is deep that I think some people are just like, nope, right? Because if you're like, okay, if I can't, dis- if I can't trust the doctors and the medicine and the pharmacies, what's connected to that government regulating bodies? Like, cause we all know we've gone through these connections. And I think some people are like, mm, nope, cognitive nope. dissonance, nope, it's good. I don't want to touch that. I think I was probably there and I'm still there for some things. Like, you know, like I really want to go to like a therapist and I keep saying I'm going to, but I'm like, mm, not yet, mm, not yet, not ready for that one, you know, or me and my mom will get into deep theories and I'm like, I can't do that one yet. I'm not ready to accept that one yet. Let's just, yeah. um, but I think people like us being like unapologetic and honest about our experiences and what we're going through is what's going to change the conversation. I think that's honestly why me and Kayla are here. It's yes. Share this shit so that other people don't feel alone and crazy. Cause we all did for so long and we blamed our own like diets and, and habits and which I'm sure are, you know, part of why we all have sufferings at some point. But when you can understand that it's not solely you and that there's other things that are maybe attacking it and that though you can remove those from your life might be hard. That is so empowering. That's what I, that's what I want for everybody. That's what I yes. want for this whole thing, right? Everyone to feel power to, to, to do their own shit and be their own advocate and fight for themselves. I agree. I also just lost my puberty there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this has been so amazing, guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, yes. for coming on and being with us this Sunday. Mindy, thank you for coming back on season three. Uh, we'll definitely bring you back. Please reach out again if you have something else like with this because uh, as much as I think me and Kayla like to research stuff, there's never enough time to research everything. And we need a community to 
tell everybody everything. So thank you again so much for coming on the show. Um, you guys, thank you so much for following us on Instagram, messaging us, talking to us. Make sure you join us on Patreon. It is so much fun over there, guys. We have exclusive content, not not what you think, you bunch of perverts. Um, there is exclusive stuff, but it is more bearing our hearts and our souls and more vulnerabilities than our buttholes. No shame yes. to anybody that does that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so follow us on Instagram. Make sure you're turning on your notification bells for Apple Spotify. It's amazing when I launch an episode and I don't post and I see all you're watching it. That means that you have them on. So bless all your little hearts. Uh, make sure if you have time, go give us a review five star on Apple. It boosts us up on the algorithm. I think that's all I can say for today, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Hello, friends. This is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. Each week, we will bring you new episodes sharing our experiences on a ton of different topics in hopes that we get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals. No one is giving any advice. We are strictly speaking of our life experiences and for entertainment purposes only. Now, with that being said, it's time. So grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in.